It's Mick Rhodes with the Claremont Courier Podcast. First take. Mask or no mask? Claremont Unified School District weighs its options. California Governor Gavin Newsom announced last week vaccinated people were no longer required to wear masks indoors beginning March 1, and that after March 11, quote, at schools and childcare facilities, masks will not be required, but will be strongly recommended, unquote. Just what that proclamation will mean to Claremont Unified School District was yet to be decided at press time Thursday. The plan, said CUSD Assistant Superintendent Human Services Kevin Ward, is for Superintendent Jeff Wilson to make an announcement by Friday whether a decision has been made or not. We need to be thoughtful and make a good determination here. So, you know, there's where the board's at, reaching out to our associations and making sure there's no concerns on their part. You know, that's the work that's going on right now. A number of school districts in the region, Benita Unified, Etiwanda, and Rancho Cucamonga among them, have already made the choice to move from requiring indoor masking to, quote, strongly recommending it, Ward said. In typical fashion... CUSD will weigh its decision carefully. Claremont is very process-driven, and we're being a little bit more process um, than some of the districts that have come out you know, right away and made the determination. There, there are factors to consider. There are you know, groups to check in with. Throughout the pandemic, opinions from Claremont families and students have been split about 50-50 when it comes to support for masking, Ward said. But CUSD must weigh the impact a possible move of not requiring masks will have on teachers, staff, and administrators as well. You know, so I think, you know, when you look at making decisions for the health and well-being, we have to think of it for the health and well-being of our students and our staff. And, and the, you know, those are the people that we protect. So we want to make decisions based on the pandemic, based on the disease, based on the case rates, based on, you know, the amount of people that we're testing, based on, you know, transmission rates, based on the fact that, you know, we haven't had any outbreaks. That is hopefully where you make the decision out of, and that's the metric that you use. Another important factor, as Ward referenced, is just how a dial-back of COVID protocols will sit with the district's two unions, the Claremont Faculty Association and the California School Employees Association. Each hammered out deals with the district last year to return to in-person instruction. At the time, both groups seemed to take a more conservative approach to COVID mitigation protocols, such as masking. Does CUSD anticipate pushback now that things are moving in the other direction? That's a good question. I don't, I'm, I, I really think that we're going to have folks that are going to have concerns, right, about no masking, you know, in terms of being a requirement. And I think that's going to come from a lot of different levels, right? That's going to come from families. That's def- we def- I definitely have staff members that are going to be concerned about that from a policy standpoint. You know, we also have some concerns about, you know, really making this decision based on our health and our metrics. So, you know, I think we're going to see concerns from all groups on both sides of the issue, right? It's unclear how that negotiation process will play out with protocols likely heading in the other direction. The bottom line is even if the state recommends doing away with indoor masking at school sites, there remain at-risk immunocompromised students and staff, and those who simply would rather stay with indoor masking out of an abundance of caution. So you have to be cognizant of all those things when you, when you make these you know, decisions. At its core... The governor's February 28 proclamation was a politically expedient dodge. Newsom said the state is now moving from required to strongly recommended masking, but that school districts can make decisions based on metrics in their own areas. 
Unlike the initial move nearly two years ago to mandatory indoor public masking across the state, it was a low-risk edict. So that was an interesting carve-out that was kind of put in there that makes life a little bit more difficult because you don't have a statewide directive like many of the um, requirements in the pandemic that were initially issued to us. But you have this caveat of, well, you have some local control here. (laughs) So, of course, you're going to have people voice their concerns on both sides of the issue. Indeed. With support among students and families at 50-50, No matter which way CUSD goes, whether it stays with indoor masking or does away with it, half its constituents will be unhappy. And the district's employees are another matter altogether. We want to be cognizant that we're providing, you know, a setting for them that allows them to partake in the things that we all like to partake and not be put into tremendous danger. Preliminary reports indicate LAUSD and San Diego Unified may be sticking with indoor masking for the time being. You could potentially have some large school districts. Certainly there's, you know, local districts I'm hearing about. I believe Hacienda La Puente has already come out with, you know, the statement that we're not changing indoor masking requirements. You know, we're going to finish out the year this way. Yet another key consideration is what happens if the district does away with indoor masking and the virus spikes again later this year or next? Is it even possible to convince folks who've finally done away with their masks to put them back on? LA County DPH and the other health professionals, you know, are indicating that, you know, this is all based on the metrics. And if the metrics pop back up again, we're going to put some of these restrictions, you know, back into place. But yeah, we all know how that's going to go over. So, though there's still a ways to go before it's a settled issue, it's undeniably good news that the metrics are such that we're able to even have a real discussion about the possibility of doing away with indoor masking. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's really it's really positive that our state is reaching such low levels, right, of, of spread and transmission that we can start pulling back some of these requirements. Absolutely good news. This has been Mick Rhodes for the Claremont Courier Podcast First Take. Thanks for listening. First Take's theme music was written by Mick Rhodes and Wyman Reese and performed by Mick Rhodes and the Hard Eight.